Sky High episode 48. What's up, what's Washington, up? Ryan, the Revac. Sky <laughs> High. Boom, we here. Yes, go ahead. You're saying uh, ghost, not ghost writing, but music industry. And we were talking about the uh, that Pharrell case with the Marvin Gaye estate and the Blurred Line song, I believe, was in question. And it went in favor of the uh, Marvin Gaye estate, I believe. I'm not too keen on the details, but essentially yeah. the precedence is kind of you could get, you know, taking a task on the idea of like the vibe of a song or, you know, doesn't have to sound <laughs> like it or anything. It's just it eerily reminiscent then that's grounds for you know suing someone or kind of yeah it's weird it's weird because i don't know how you can you can i don't know how you can own a sound you know it's weird it's like owning a letter you know yeah Yeah. although people do copyright things right like apple copyrighted apple so you have to be careful of how you use that you know the word or the symbol or like like or just like jordan copyright his name but it's like how you have to use it right like um so it's a weird thing and, and it kind of sucks because that's where we're at in america and but in general right like you know what i'm gonna copy ryan Revok and that's gonna copyright ryan Revok and now i own that name yeah you know like the rick ross there, incident well there, there's people well there are people who go out there and they will see that you have an idea or whatever and they'll steal all the domains buy all the copyrights of it and then and then I forgot what they call it, but then they force people to try to pay for it so they can have that name. Yeah. So there's people that just go out there for that business. It yeah. kind of reminds me of that that dude. I think it was out in Sacramento, the lawyer dude who who would go to different businesses and try to say this was not ADA compliant or whatever. Mm-hmm. The right? handicap situation, yeah. Yeah, it is like he and he would do that and try to settle out of court just to make money. Humans. Right? Humans. Right. They they see a situation and they'll they'll milk it. Right. Uh, we're you the know, worst. We're the worst. We are the worst. We are the worst. <laughs> yeah, for real. You know, we, we really are the worst, man. Every like, situation you break it down, you're like, man, that's so. But fucked I don't up. even know. Was, I don't even know what's worse. Is it is it worse that the person do it, or is it worse that the, the legal system allows that to happen? Because you, when you allow that to happen, then you keep allowing the next person to do that. You know what I'm saying? But see, that's the thing: how much control versus how much freedom is allotted, and that's always that debate because it's like there needs to be some form of control or some sense or some guidance or however that is. Versus now, nah, motherfucker, we just do whatever the fuck we want and whatever that fine line is based on what people believe, and that's why it's kind of a, a weird conversation piece, at least at this venture. Well, yeah, uh, it's, it's we're. I mean, like now we're veering off completely something. Hey, different that's like, what happens. Whatever, baby. That's what happens, right? Because like, because like, okay, so Dave Chappelle is in hot water for what he's saying in a joke, right? And then some people are like, well, you know, First Amendment rights, right? But I'm like, well, because I've seen I, I've seen someone like state that, right? And it was a it was from a lady who's like talking about she doesn't support Facebook or Instagram because it doesn't it doesn't uh it doesn't support First Amendment rights. And then I'm thinking like, well, what does that mean? Because you're a woman and if a man says whatever he wants to you right and says let me see them titties or or you know i would love to hit that or whatever then that's harassment right now you won't like it if he was just doing that especially if you're not into the guy right because that's a different story right but especially if you're not into that right that guy you're gonna want him to stop saying these things now playing devil's advocate now you're stopping someone else from their first amendment rights right so what does it really mean because what's the thing the thing is like freedom of speech obviously doesn't mean freedom of consequences right but how far do we really want to argue and go like 
you know, like the Dave Chappelle situation to me, it's like, because for me, I'm like, well, say what you want as long as it's not something right or very hateful things, right? And what he said to me wasn't hateful. Now I'm not a part of that group, you know? Sure. He didn't do anything though, say, yeah, you know, do uh, heinous acts to, <laughs> I don't even want <laughs> to the alphabet. I think it's just funny that he calls it that, but, you know. I mean, it's strange. It's it's this weird conversation piece because as much as people, you know, recognize that topic of conversation or not, it's 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 interesting because it's one, not a lot of people understand it. And the fact that people don't understand it, in my opinion, it's hard to engage in the conversation without, you know, feeling, quote unquote, like you're going to offend somebody or, you know, however that plays out. So that's why it's like, damn, that's strange how we're already here at this point where you see, you know, a situation like that with, you know, someone of that caliber, uh, or at least in the public eye anyways, and then just kind of, this is the talking point from that special, at least at this point, so. Yeah, and the people who, in my opinion, the people who are arguing that didn't listen to the whole thing, because if you listen to the end and watch the end, there are certain things that he said, you know, that I'm like, he's actually being enduring, you know, uh, actually trying to be caring about the situation and what's going on. You yeah, know. but that's what sucks is because people just take that one soundbite, you know how it goes, and then that's yeah. the that's going to be replayed, and then that's the social commentary, and so on and so forth. Yeah. Well, anyway, that Marvin Gaye thing, right? So, yeah, the thing about that, we were talking about Kenny Beats, and then we're talking about, you know, uh, producing and content. and uh, it's, it's, it's so weird because we're all influenced by, like, mm-hmm. I mean, there was somebody who played the first note ever on a keyboard or whatever, you know, and Beethoven. That, yeah, like Mozart. just say Beethoven, Beethoven played a middle C, right? Now, does he own C? Does he own that tone? Does he own it if he went and played it like, like, you know, multiple times? No. And I know it sounds crazy, right? What if he bought the estate to the owner of middle C? Right? Like, <laughs> I own, like, the estate owns the middle C. Yeah, you got said. Yeah. And, and it, but, then, but then there's also times where you know that, like, there's that that complete swagger jack of stuff right i mean we, we grew up in a weird time too because we grew up in a time where you you need everyone to be original and that's kind of hard to have like billions of people all be original you know what i'm saying it, it is strange <laughs> that push in our generation or our era was that like you know be original be stand out whatever all that nonsense was looking back at it i'm like what is that all how does that play out and as we see things today it's like huh <laughs> this is interesting this is a result of maybe some factor of that possibly you know what i mean yeah i mean yeah that's a factor of that and then the, because now i i don't i like now it's weird because we grew up in a, everybody needs to be original and you got hated on for not being original but now i feel like not a lot of people are original <laughs> you know what i'm saying like it, it, a lot of things are 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 cookie cutter, but you know, in all fairness, you know, every generation or era has its sound, has its like. So you know, what I'm saying there's a sound, there's and everybody does that same sound, you know, like you know, back in the day, you know, like uh, LL Cool J is how they used to rap. I used to sit in the room, I used to cry on my wall, I used to put a and the balls fall, right? LL Cool J was the bridge, yeah. That's how, that's how they that's how they did it, you know. Like, don't push me, cause I'm close to the edge, right? And that's mm-hmm. how they rap, you know. Yeah. 
Um, so that's the generation, but like the whole copying thing is just, it's weird. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like to me, instead of trying to sue someone and take everything that they had off of it, how about you clear it and get part of the royalty of it? You know what I'm saying? Or what, you know, whatever, even if it was sampling. But that's what what was strange because that's what uh, uh, Kenny Beats was saying. He was like, yo, it was cleared. So obviously he used it because once they cleared all the sampling or whatever to use it and they used it and then to only later be taken down for that. Was it a sample or was it? Oh, just no, no, no. You know, it wasn't even sampled. That's what's crazy. So I guess with this was more, it was just the entire vibe of it felt like it. And it was on that basis somehow. But I mm-hmm. think they laid mention to the idea that they might have mentioned it either in interviews or something like that, where they said that that was an album that possibly would have been played during that time of making the album to some degree. Something like that. I don't know. It was, I don't know the well, full details, could- but I was like, that is strange to be in that situation and then be sued for not even anything actually used or whatever samples they did use were clearly cleared. And that was kind of the point I think he was making. He was like, yeah, so I did everything to clear all this stuff to use. And then now I have to worry about anybody at any point, like, Hey, that felt like mine. <laughs> like what? Well, uh, well, a lot of it, out of it, a lot of it really comes down to that a state is losing money or they're, they're blowing through their money and trying to keep as much money as possible. You know? Like, you know, you know, like, uh, so for instance, and this is geek stuff coming out of left field, but like, for instance, right now, um, I don't know if it's the Ditko family or there's another fam. there's a family that, that, um, that created Spider-Man. So there's this issue with a lot of Stanley, huh? No, 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 not Stanley. Cause Stanley didn't create Spider-Man. It was a, another artist, but Stanley usually writes the, like Stanley comes up with the character, but he doesn't take, do the drawings. Right. Mm. And so there's a lot of people in that time, right, that they created a bunch of these characters, but they don't get anything from it because they work for Marvel and because they're they're contracted workers. So all of a sudden now, I think it's Ditko. I think it's Ditko or or someone else. It might be someone else, but now that family is suing because their grandfather made these characters and they're trying to there's like a clause where it's like after a certain amount of years the person who made it can get it back right ah so the family's trying to sue and keep get get all the rights to it right and so that includes like spider-man includes uh Doctor Strange and things, things like that right Woo. yeah so so well not he, the guy didn't make venom but like he made like Doctor Strange oh, okay. and, and Spider-Man and right now Spider-Man is like one of the huge the largest like superheroes of all time, right? And so I forgot where I was going with this. So what I was gonna try to say is that there's a weird thing where people are trying to sit there and take money back because the state is trying to, I don't know, maybe they don't feel like they have enough money, but they're trying to at the expense of everybody else's happiness, trying to get as much money as possible off of something that they created. Not even they created. They had nothing. Oh, the, the to grandfather, do with it. sorry. Grandfather. Their grandfathers did. You know what I'm saying? They had nothing to do. So all you're trying to do is make money for yourself. You had nothing to do with it, but be the person's family member. No, good point. You know what I'm saying? That's a good point. I don't know how estate ownership like that works but that is that a word that i got familiar with you know maybe a couple years ago when i started hearing that term thrown around with like music and stuff like that when it was like 
oh, we have to check with the state to see if it can clear, if you can do that. And I'm like, that's interesting. But I assume that that is people who they authorize to, you know, be able to do whatever it is that they do with their, you know, actual uh, ownership of music, which I guess that's a rarity in music. I've come to learn throughout the years, too, is when artists usually sign and, you know, create music, it's kind of the same idea, right, where the record label kind of owns the song and the music for the most part. Yeah. So where we because what happens is you're, you're kind of like work like so. The only reason, the only way I can relate it is when in the military, right? If you created something while working in the military, right? If you created something that saves the military millions and millions of dollars or just new contraption, especially yeah. if you did it while working, then the military owns the intellectual property. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because they were technically paying you while oh, you figured that out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Rightfully so. Or is that not right? Aha. That is the question well, the, of well. The question, the quite now, the 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 gray area is this, right? Okay. How can they prove that you didn't do it outside of work? Uh what constitutes putting work in? Because isn't a lot of that of the mind? And you'd be well, like, well, I was in my bunk and off duty. Exactly. Boom. Exactly. But but the thing is, most likely, it's like you came up with this idea while you're in. You uh, know, during saying? your service of time. Yeah, inclusively like, your tendency, you our property. Known about it, you wouldn't have known about it yeah. if you weren't in the situation, you know. So it's that uh, it's those it's those it's those things that kind of like are the gray areas, you know what I'm saying? Are the uh, the, the, the those little loopholes, right? Like the chicken or the egg. Like what? <laughs> what came first, right? I mean, that's what's weird, because how did we spin ourselves into this situation? Because this is in relevancy to you know at least talking about the music industry um and kind of circling back to what we were talking about it was like yeah that that is a strange kind of conversation to have because artistic right and how that's played out through the years and learning about you know independent and kind of seeing how the you know structure has changed to some degree at least in today's world for the modern day musician um going forward good or bad i don't know how that ultimately plays out but you could we could say that it, there are a lot of different ways that you know music is being kind of uh, consumed nowadays and accessibility yeah. is at an all-time high um, but i don't know if that's a good or bad thing see so that's what makes it a little weird it's a weird game you know what i mean well yeah it's kind of weird because it's like it's at all, all-time high but it's also it, uh what do they call it um disposable right like disposable art i remember there, there's actually an album a long time ago called disposable art and where it's like you know people will have will 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 use music but they don't value it that much i mean especially in like rap where you download it you stream it and then because it's streaming and the streaming services are making guap off of it but the artists aren't because you have to have like some ungodly amount of plays yeah right which is another reason why music is where it's at too, because like you have to make, so if you work, focus on all the hits and what's popular, then that's going to get more plays. Right. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is you just recreate whatever is the most popular at the time. You're and so it before, just makes yeah. a, uh, uh, what they call, like I've been on that word lately, but echo chamber, you make uh, an echo chamber of, of things. Right. You just kind of like, all right, this is what people want to hear. So we give them what they want to hear so I can make money because I need to make, I need to have 30,000, plays in order to make money mm-hmm. you know or make some good money you know yeah. off of it or not 30, 000, 30 million sorry that's 30, 30 million plays and streams yeah you know 
Yeah. I see most of the artists make most of their money off of tours or whatever, but live shows, right? That's still the name of the game. Yeah. And I'm curious to know because that's the hard work depending on how things play out and when people go to tour and what areas now, since obviously things are a little more, you know, wonky at the moment. That already puts a dent on, you know, an artist, you know, that does tour or that does, you know, shows like that. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, see that, that that shit's fascinating to me because I've only come under this uh, information, uh, you know, the last couple of years where it's like, oh, damn, that's like the TLC story. It's the NSYNC story. It's all those stories you've heard in time, at least that become, you know, of, you know, pop culture nonetheless. But you could clearly make that argument for a lot of artists that, you know, at least in past days would sign on to record labels, you know, and then that would always be kind of how it works. And you always try to figure out where these artists went. And, you know, you look in time, you're like, yo, there were those eras where one hit wonders or, you know, those, those boom eras where it's like, man, this is the golden era, you know, like a golden era hip hop, for instance. Yeah. It was similar to that. You're like, yo, a lot of people were putting a lot of good music out, but you could at the same time, you could almost group them together as like, this was almost like a universal sound at this moment. Yeah. And then it just kind of, you know, uh, oh. moved on, you know. I, I, mean? I, was just, I, I can't think of the was it Camp Low? Yeah, man, this is it. What Lucini from the, from the sky. sky? Let's get like, that. Was like at that Love time, that like they were they were similar but like very unique in my opinion. You know mm. what I'm saying? I agree. I agree. That was yeah. That was one of my favorite jams. Yeah, I got blase by blase, <laughs> whatever you know. Like, yeah, I remember, like, and I think if I recall the music video, they had like, they had like, they, they it was like they're robbing a bank or something like that, and they had mm-hmm. a mask on. Mm-hmm. Very creative, know? very creative, and I think that's what the benefit of you know having something like this happening when you do have this push for a lot of people, you know, getting trying to you know, like you said, alter their sound to get into the top, whatever. That it also created an avenue for just people to create. And just you know start doing just whatever and actually you know gain following and you know gain exposure uh almost like a natural way in a weird way you know what i'm saying it was like having yeah. access to public television when we were like seven <laughs> You're like oh if i just have my own channel and me look how i play with my legos like oh you know what i mean right like- <laughs> like, yeah i know i know that's crazy like I, I mean i started streaming and i don't have any that many followers but i just like you know what forget it i'm just gonna start streaming me playing video games why not Dude, See what I'm telling you, I thought I, I thought about doing that too. That shit sounds so funny. I say random stuff. I don't even know what I say. Is I mean, sometimes I get a little nervous because, like, you're talking about uh, freedom of speech. Sometimes I'm a little nervous that what I could say would be used against me at work, you know, or whatever. It's true. You know, because I feel like because I feel like now what you say outside of work is still held against you. We are under some weird surveillance. You know. Let's be honest. I mean, we were always on the clock. I mean, and we're only getting closer to at least the idea of being, quote unquote, under monitored. You know what I mean? For I mean, that's essentially what it is. Right. And I don't know if it's good or bad. It's always that thing. It's like, is it for the benefit of us to be this? You I, know, mean, into? I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, because I, I, I know some people are feeling that sort of way, but it's like even our grandparents or at least in the ones in America, they're they censored themselves. Everything was more censored back then. You know uh, what I'm like saying? Talking about like um, like From socially, TV right? To, well, from TV to socially or whatever, you know, like they weren't cussing as much. They were like, oh my gosh, whatever, right? True. Like, True. you know, like. Are we losing uh, so, our way? Or are we evolving? Are we evolving? I, I don't know, man. I think, I think that sometimes, and, and, and I have to look in the mirror, but sometimes I think we complain about everything. 
I think a lot, like we're way too entitled for a lot of stuff. I think there's a lot of things that we think that needs to be a certain way when, you know, and I hate, and I really hate when people do this, but I'm going to use it. But when, when you go to other countries and you see what they're, what they're going through, we have it fairly good. Right. Yeah. So some stuff, some stuff was like, we, we think we deserve all these things. And it's like, I'm not saying to settle what I'm just saying is like, do we, you know, do we need all these things? Cause sometimes all these things make things more complicated too. You know, I think that's by design. What is by design? Part sorry to have all that stuff and to you know like add this extra layer of you know whatever we are dealing with socially, like you said, like you go to other countries, it's it's not as complicated. <laughs> it's like name of the game out there is like yo, let's get a meal today. <laughs> yeah, so, let's get a meal. Let's get and a then, beer and then it's like, day, it's have some very life. simple. Like, what are you crying about? What's going on? You know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm right there with you, man. That, that's definitely, especially the, the traveling part. I think is very key. If, if the opportunity to, uh, travel presents itself, it's like that opportunity is golden. Because once you leave the state and you see something else, it's like, what the fuck is going well, on? Yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's weird you say that because I, I, uh, I instantly started thinking about like why I don't really care so much to travel, right? And why that might seem that I'm a boring guy right now as far as like in a dating field. And it's because I was like, I, I traveled. I was in the Navy. I've been through, you know, ocean, motherfucker. <laughs> I, I've been to probably like 15, 16 different countries, right? Yeah, yeah. And I've seen it. I've seen some things already. Not like I've seen some things like, oh my God, I've seen some things I've been through yeah. stuff. No, I've seen different countries and in different life so it's it the the experience that most people are craving for now i i don't care because i've already been there i've experienced it just i've already taken what you needed to take from that experience yeah and i've and i've appreciated every moment of it right so it gives me a, a bigger thing now i am more interested in seeing more states or uh states now because i've been to more countries than states in america in america hey, but true at the same that. Time, but uh, but at the same time, like, do I want to go to New York? Yes. But do I want to deal with all those people? Like, well, are, are, my my peace is more important. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's true. And right now, the, yeah. My right now, my peace is going, like being in the woods or being by the ocean. Hey, you know? that's truth. Nature, nature, being, being in, near nature. You know, outdoors. Get that humbleness. You know what I mean. Look up at a redwood. Be like, air. what the hell? This is around me. It's so overwhelming. Yeah. Looking Especially at the when ocean. You a place where you get to look at the stars and you get to see the stars without pollution or light pollution, where you're like, yeah. wow. You know what Some I'm saying? Clarity. I'm actually seeing. You know, like like I'm thinking of Galaxy and Galaxy and how the how this you know how they have this space look amazing. We don't see that because we're in a city we're in cities with light pollution and pollution in general. They don't want to look up. Yeah, they, but we should be looking down, right? Exactly. In the, in the ocean and see what's in there. Hey, that's what I'm saying. Down or up, the mysteries the mysteries lie within, man. That's what I'm saying. They hide us from all the mystery of life, bro. That's why it's like getting in tune with that shit. It's nature, baby. We we one in the same. I don't know if we are of this world, but it feels like we were here and we are here to do something. I don't know what it is, but it's it it feels magical. I think once if you embrace that way of thinking, what we're on is some weird, trippy, 
video game for real. <laughs> like, it's a trippy video game, bro. If you can, if you consider the rules of what life is, man, and there are none essentially, but there's this weird, we're trying to figure it out to some degree, but still trying to live it. We're chasing yeah. something, but we're trying to figure out, you know, a reminisce in the past, but stay here and fight happiness and good all in our minds. And we're walking around and, you know, whatever it is that people do on a daily basis and no one knows. And we're all <coughs> trying to communicate, but we rarely communicate, even though we have the most technological communicative skills and I guess mankind, or at least to our understanding, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like nothing, I mean, obviously nothing makes sense because it's all like, if someone make these rules and now we had to agree with these rules and you know, whatever. And, and we're all just floating by like trying to figure it out. Like you said, right. Like the only thing I, I will say is that we've made certain agreements, right. Already to this point. Now we're trying to figure out, are these agreements actually correct? You know what I'm saying? That's where I think that's where we're at right now too. Mm -hmm. A new enlightenment type of stage, right. We're trying to figure out what's, what's actually correct. Yeah. It's okay. like becoming going from like, you know, middle school to high school. It's like, it's all weird and shit. <laughs> it's like, I and don't then know. High school, to, high school to the real world, we're like. Oh, yeah, that transition know? sucks, too. Yeah, and, and and to the real world or road rules. <laughs> hey, for real. That's truth right there. <laughs> you know People forget that. That was part of our shitty programming, too. And then, like, MTV just disappeared off the face of the earth. And it's like, well, wait, they, wait, they, wait, they wait, 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 wait. No, MTV, MTV is the, the largest influence because everything's reality TV now. But that's what I'm saying. It's crazy because MTV is like, I mean, I mean, they exist, but it's not like on the magnitude, at least during our time frame. So it's just fascinating in retrospect. True. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, whoa. What? But if, what, if, what if they got the royalties for every uh, reality TV show? Like, hey, how you doing? We're suing you guys. Why? Because we're the originator of uh, reality TV. Reality so. TV? I mean, you do have a point there. Or maybe the person who came up with that also is the mastermind behind pretty much all of everything we see. <laughs> Probably. I mean, like you said, <laughs> that sounds a little more. Everything, yeah. Everything Echo is like, it's like, you know, because it's like, I mean, I don't know how many. I mean, when you look at like social media, which you're not on that much. You start to see that it seems like most Instagram models are do the same thing. Like a lot of women tend to, if they're, if they're like Latin or Italian with dark hair, there a lot of them are are copying the Kim Kardashian and the Kardashian style. You know what I'm saying? But to your point, it's almost like you know when you were talking about the music thing. It's like that. It's like, hey, what's getting views? All right, that's what we got to do. <laughs> you know, it's so strange how that behavior, whatever that is, and. You know, I'm trying to be sensitive here, but it's like it's that kind of that idea of that monkey mentality. It's like, OK, is that some weird mechanism in our brain or is this I some mean, weird thing that's going on where it's like, well, are we supposed to be doing that? Like, uh, I well, don't know. I well, mean, what, well, what's like, good? like in cooking, right? Like in cooking, there's okay. certain techniques that you learn, right? I'm, I'm just yeah. going to assume, right? There's certain techniques you learn why you learn it and it's successful. So you're like, OK, this is so you look at something and you copy what's successful. That's why when kids were young playing basketball a lot of them tried to copy and do michael jordan stuff even though they didn't realize the fundamentals of what he did prior to getting to that stuff they would do the difficult task of what michael jordan would do like the jump and then do it under like a like a, a reverse layup or whatever right mm -hmm. and it's like that's difficult first learn how to make a layup. 
But what people are doing is they're mimicking and they're idolizing what is known to be good because what they want to do is be good. So if that's good, then they they will be good. You know what I'm saying? Okay, how about this? Is it good or is it entertaining? I feel like sometimes, well, I, I can't say one and the same, but that's a that's a that's a good question because uh, I think sometimes things that are entertaining don't make necessarily be, are good, right? Because when we see there's so Marvel movies are entertaining and I think are sometimes good, but they're they're not ones that gonna win global like, or whatever the awards for the best movies, right? While some of these, like, I think Dune is pretty good. I don't know if you watched that. I will get into it. I'm just waiting to kind of let it settle a little bit first. Just get all the, you know, everybody's opinions out there. Because I'm very skeptical of the fact that Jason Momoa is in it. Only because so far his roles have kind of been that early rock stage. You know, when rock was kind of trying to get his career going, he had a lot of questionable roles going in. It's like, oh, he only had one good role where he didn't really say have lines. So I was like, damn, a lot of everything else. I mean, you know, he has some credits, but it's just ooh, and doing such a, uh, you know, it's a storied franchise. And I'm like, I need to brush up on a little of my Dune understanding. But the series and the teaser looks well. And the fact that is it HBO that got it? HBO Max. Yeah, See, that's HBO. what I'm saying. The fact that HBO got it. I'm like, OK, I'm going to take a. I'm gonna take a gander on it, but I'm watching Succession at the moment. But uh, wait, okay. side note: I just want to say this. First of all, I did like it, but another thing is, I'm like, I feel like every movie should just go straight to straight to like streaming service right now. Straight up, I enjoy it so much more. Come on, man! Right now, I mean, you it's, know what it's, I'm saying? I don't. Yeah, it it just it's gonna be here. I don't know how they do it now, but I think it's still still getting to streaming services. It's just delayed by what like a couple of well, weeks. Well, like, so Shang-Chi is supposed to be out on exclusively Plus by, like, November or something, right? Okay. So that means it'll be out almost two months before it... Before it hitting stream. Right, before okay. hitting stream. And so, from my understanding, it's going to hit stream, and you don't have to pay extra for it. It's just what it is, right? So mm-hmm. I think I think what they're doing is they're changing the way of how you're doing movies, right? Or you're going to do... A movie's going to be in the movie theater for three months or something like that, then it'll yeah. go straight to its, its parent thing for... Because in that way you're still kind of double dipping, but if you're but if you still make it enticing enough to keep your your uh, your people to go in or uh, uh, be subscribed to it, yeah. then you're making a, a ton of money on that. So you're kind of double dipping, right? Because you're like, True. you get so you get thirty million. I know I don't just supposed to have more than that, but you say you got thirty million sub- subscribers, right? And you're yeah. charging fifteen dollars a month. Yes. That's more than 50 million a month that you're getting. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Come on, man. With all the brands they have, come on, man. Disney's about to be. Well, Disney whatever. Disney got like, uh, last time I checked, Disney got about 100 million subscribers. Come There's on. 7 billion people in the world. Dog, they're that's, about that's... to hit at least like, a, oh, they're going to hit a lot in a fast amount of time for sure. But see, what does that really mean, though? And who is in charge of that for real? <laughs> what, what, what do you mean? Like who's it, who is Walt Disney? Like the who is the man, who or the woman or whoever? Who's the top dog at Disney? Oh, it's a uh, cheap pick or whatever it is. So, but Disney is its own thing. There's no parent company. Disney is its own thing. What do you say? Disney is its own property, correct? It's no, standalone. Disney, 
Disney is its own thing, but yeah. it owns HBO. Every, yes. or, sorry, it, it owns Marvel. It owns Star Wars. It Fox, owns ESPN. ESPN. Yeah, it owns Fox. Uh, according to the Google search, as of September 24, 2021, Disney Plus subscribers got 116 million people, right? And just say you're charging $7 a month for that. Oh you're looking God. at seven. I'm just rounding it down. You're looking at roughly $700 million a month that you're getting from subscribers, right? Man. Right? So $700 million. Okay? Movies, some movies, depending on what they are, right? Yeah. Some movies might take cost about a hundred million dollars. Like a, a solid movie will be eighty to fifty to eighty million, depending on what it is. Uh, uh, a Marvel movie now is like r- roughly like one hundred fifty million, right? Because the CGI, the actors, yeah. whatever, and that's yeah. gonna for the most part, it's going to it's go- you're gonna get on average four times back, you know, from old school numbers, right? Uh, let me see what how much Shang Chi made. Let's see such a strange world who funds these movies well i mean they have the money and they front it but then you know there's some there's some bombs uh let's see what the, what the heck i don't want this linkedin stuff what was the whole purpose of movies in the beginning if you have to go back in time and just go to that one moment when it's like yo you know what we should do do this shit <laughs> I, I think yeah i think this it's in general too well so worldwide worldwide change he made 422 million and that's during a pandemic that's now during the time of that's movie sales or like ticket sales that's total sales yeah that's not bad i think i don't know how it works with with uh movies something like worldwide that, right yeah that's worldwide. So, so I don't know how it works with movies and how much percentage they get of the, the ticket sale, but I think movie theaters get the majority of their money from, from concessions. Yeah. It's all, yeah. It's all concessions. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> that fucking arcade they have. Like, motherfucker. Yeah. Two dollars. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, this used to cost 25 cents. Terminator 2. I remember when a that dime bag used to cost a dime, you know? I know. Arcades are, are arcades are done. Are that, is that over now, or...? Yeah, I think unfortunately. So the budget to make the movie was 150 to 200 million. So, and it made uh, 422. Now, granted, this is during the time of COVID, during this new age of stuff. Because I think from here on out, movies are going to go to this new format of stream, like you know, oh, yeah. in, in for 90 days and then you know on streaming, right? Uh, yeah. And by doing so, and people knowing that there's going to be people that are like, I'll just wait until it streams. You know, true. I mean, like, but the thing is, Disney's still winning because they're getting seven hundred million a month from subscribe from subscribers. You know what I'm saying? They don't make DVDs no more, right? This is all just files now. This is no, all like still, in there. I mean, everything's still file. DVD was a file. It's just on digital, okay. like a like a server and how it transfers, right? Yeah. So, um, what was I gonna say? There's still people are still there's still Blu-rays out there. Yeah. few and far in between but because still when you get the physical disc right yeah as of right now until i mean now that uh you got really high speed internet you, you may see like better 4k streaming more more uh like larger bit depth but for the most part movies 
look better on a blu-ray because you're looking at like it's it's an uncompressed right uncompressed file on a 4k blu-ray and i think now they have it up to like three layers so each layer could have 50 50 uh gigs so you're looking at maybe 150 gigs of of data for a movie uncompressed you know there you go um Yeah, because streaming, you have to worry about the loss, packet loss, and all this other stuff. This is tech stuff, but yeah, so that that's for the 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 people who really want it. It's like it's like to me, people who still buy records, right? There's this feel that you have when you play a record. It's just there's something you can't really explain the feeling of feeling uh, of a record being sound. You know, like the, just the the depth of the sound whatever you know that's what people say they say you know listen to a record is you know the quality and sound is way different i mean even True even virtual virtual synthesizers as opposed to analog synthesizers there's a, there's a level of depthness right um in it but i mean it, as as we get more computing power and it replicates reality more and turns into robots and then no longer needs us and we become batteries um <laughs> the matrix you know i mean uh <laughs> the way that we're talking it makes sense yeah because as, as as it gets more data and get more because like as even though though people can forget and we sound stupid how much data is going through us at a, a particular moment right like yeah we have to we have to like as 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 even though it sounds simple right our mind is consciously thinking to breathe to blink it's shooting all these synapses at the same time it's a lot of data being moved every day you know what i'm saying we are a supercomputer. super computer yeah. it doesn't make any sense <coughs> makes no all sense. the things you all the things you've learned up to this point you know now you might have forgot some but maybe it's just in a database hard to recall it's not that it's gone it's just hard to yeah, recall right it's hard to recall but that's why it's kind of like what is you know the capabilities of man like what can we access through you know natural pathways or uh meditation all these things that were antiquated or seem to be as you know lost and, practice and like oh shit like i was just watching herschel walker uh like shit before you know we connected and i was kind of going through his mma career and just kind of seeing his story you know career and hearing about his fasting and i oh, eat one bowl of soup and i uh, just work out do crunches push-ups and i'm a martial artist and you know just the way you kind of thought and the way you did shit all that that motherfucker was unique as fuck and a physical specimen and just kind of the stuff he talked about you're like that is like unheard of he's like yeah i just eat a uh, one bowl of soup vegetable soup and that's about it i was like what <laughs> yeah yeah i mean like there's a level like there's a level of craziness to get to that point like right like like but, i mean he was a martial to... artist too so that's why when i found out that he was like a lifelong martial artist he, he always adapted the certain way of you know kind of like uh ethos i guess and to that there's that kind of like that samurai idea everything was his pathway was for more like a, a competitive and athletic standpoint and trying to test his you know might at every turn but uh when they were talking about his mma stuff and he was training like you know seriously and he had a good run and just to do that at age 40 yeah, he was like, 
Yeah, he's like 50 or 40 or something. Hell yeah. Because, like, he's old. Yeah, dude, he was. And this is, mind you, after playing in the NFL, playing college ball, like, doing all that. Like, he, bobsled team, he did a whole bunch of stuff. Like, yeah, he was on the Jamaican bobsled team. Come on, man. Like, yo, that's a serious athlete. So, kind of to recognize that and then kind of, you know, seeing that and just that's a human being that kind of tapped into some, you know, outworldly you know, whatever potential that, that was. That comes with a strong mind, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, the mind I mean, is really was, powerful, I, for real. Like, yeah, it, holding it is, that in. It, I mean, it, it is, but not everybody has the same processing power, like a computer, right? A computer is powerful, but not everybody's equipped with the same processor, processor, right? I know a lot of people want to sit there and say we are. We're not. We're not. I mean, there's people with different heights, different things, different capabilities. Now, could you possibly train that? Maybe, but I don't think I don't necessarily think that everybody has the same mind and the same mindset. Oh, definitely not. Like, not everybody has the same capacity to do it. So, some people, like when I listen to like Navy SEALs or people who did that, because I wanted to be one so bad. There's a point where there there are points where I think I could have probably done something like that, but there's points where I'm like, no, I couldn't have made through it. Because they're, they're, you know, I, I relate back to when I was younger. When I got to a certain mindset, I would push through anything and I'll just be like, fuck it, I'm going to do this, right? Um, but when I hear these people, I'm just like, they have, they have a sense of borderline crazy to sit there and be like, I'll take this punishment and I won't, and I'll, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. But that just, is just, just like fighters, yeah. are, just like fighters, like fighters, yeah. like, you're telling me you want to get into a ring and get your, you know, your teeth knocking. Yep. Yeah. Well, and, and most of them don't really think about their teeth knocking. They're like, oh, I want to knock other people's teeth. Yeah. You know? But then there's also some that are like, yo, I, I hate doing this, but I'm good at it. So I do this to pay the bills. And and this is what's crazy because when you look at fighters like that and you just look at fighting as a whole, it is similar to very early days of, you know, kind of like wrestling in that way where I, I believed it, but the characters were so huge. And I think UFC is kind of making that, that march down that pathway where these fighters are very marketable. You know what I mean? Like they are becoming these larger than life personalities. Yeah. That's always the argument. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let me come right back. I got to use wrestling. Oh, you good. You could go ahead. Go ahead. This fool was eating the apple while taking a piss. That's crazy. Yeah, I was like, hmm, to be to pee or not to pee. <laughs> you could do that, bro. You could eat while like you know taking a shit or something. You no, could... I don't know. Because like, my, my thought, my mind kept like the particles will get on the food, and now I'm eating my own shit. Hey, hey, that's what happens sometimes. E. coli. Mm-hmm. Zero one right. five four seven H something I forgot what. <laughs> That's funny because all I could think of was that that E cola. Like, <laughs> that messed up E. That messed up Ricola probably for like ten years. <laughs> yeah, <E>. <laughs> was that a was that on the show or was that just a running joke somehow? I don't know. Maybe that was on. Maybe that was on Mad TV. But mm. I'm just thinking about. <laughs> Well, that shit makes me laugh. Like the commercials people do, how they do stuff, man. Like whoever writes up. commercials are fucking geniuses. Yeah, because you have to. You have to. You. It, I. I think someone was saying in order for you to be a good um, 
a good commercial person or like a, a, a person who creates commercials, you have to be good at psychology. You have to understand how people think and you have to press that. You know what I'm saying? See, they playing all these mind games with us. Shit. Yeah. That makes sense, though. Think about it. Like producers, there should be like the dudes that write jingles and that catchy shit. Those motherfuckers is right up there. No, they really do. But I, I don't know. I don't know of any famous ones, unless you know of any famous ones. Like I'm like off the top of my head, I, I can't. No, but that's, any... the, that's the great thing about those jingle people is that. The, well, okay. I was just thinking of Hans Zimmer, right? Now that dude makes movie scores, and we know him, and he creates he creates a lot of emotion for his stuff. So that's dope. But the people, and that's the great thing about being like a jingle person, is like you know, if if I was to tell you like I made jingles, you'd be like, oh, that sounds kind of lame, but. These people are like, you don't know who I am, but I'm making money. That's my jingle. You know? I'd be fascinated by it because I'm like, yo, that shit is catchy as fuck. How do you do that? <laughs> like, did you watch? There's got to be some other science with that shit. Did you watch WandaVision? I did not. No, I did not. Uh, no. Uh, well, there's this uh, there's this episode on on um, on Marvel. It's like it's just like behind the scenes type of things, and it was showing the brother and sister who made the the uh, how they went through the different jingles. Mm-hmm. And how they got the ideas for their jingle for the WandaVision show. Yeah. And I was just like, it's like, that's so dope that they did that, you know? And how they knew they knew music so much that they can create different errors from the same notes. Be like, okay, you know, like, like I don't know how to explain it, but like, you know, well, I, I, I know I, what you're saying. Like, like, you can play, do I have that? The, do I still have that open? No, I think I closed it. Did I close it? No, here it is. Like, so you can like, I'm I'm practicing to learn We Three Kings, right? Okay. For for Christmas. But then how you how you move it, you can make it more jazzy, like. Yeah. gives it more of like a, a jazzier thing you know yeah so like having the syncopation the timing creates it differently opposed to just going like yeah. right and then and then you start to do like like what was what was he trying to teach me how to do let me see giving it like a pause or whatever because it, it, it creates like a different jingle to it you know or even how how you how if you were playing chords to it now I, uh, these chords are going to be completely off which is
You know, you know, I'm oh. cry right now. You about to cry? It's like I like, like that shit. So you do it like that, or or you can be like, wait, wait, let me see. See, I can do. you move maneuver stuff and, and that can create a whole different feel and now all of a sudden it's jazzy or all of a sudden it's hip-hop or all of a sudden it's like like dance songs always do like you know i'm just making shit up but you know like dance songs always got that like like almost you're you're hitting the notes three times before you go to the next note or whatever you know certain type of chakras Oh, all types of chakras and feelings and emotions, you know? I mean, like, are we not to say that this music has some kind of hypnotic shit to it? Yeah, right? it is, man. Like, because you can do, like, so this is a, a, a minor chord, and it feels more jazzy, you know what I'm saying? See, the music is a fucking mystery, man. This shit is a mystery. Well, everything's a mystery, man. It's, like, crazy. But like music I, I believe... is a weird one, though, because... <clears throat> So I was listening to that, right? but yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was listening to that, you know, when they did like the little uh, bowls, like the sound bowls, whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then like symbols, like just symbols and then like wind chimes, uh, you know, just kind of some of them like uh, more antiquated kind of ideas of sound, more or less. And then like bells, you know, like just even though we I think we had a digital bell, but, you know, if you ever hear like a ringing bell, like an actual bell bell, yeah. those are very intense. You know what I mean? Like the sound and the vibration, the frequency. The of them. Well, I believe. Yes. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I believe it does do so because certain frequencies drive dogs crazy. Right. Boom. Yes. So, so uh, I believe that certain frequencies could drive people crazy. Right. Like like Kanye once said that the lower frequencies of, of 808s and sounds is the he he you know he was saying like it's the devil sound because it creates people to be like more horny or whatever and things like that right like like so or or it creates this like demonic feeling so when you hear a lot of r&b songs right they usually have like a a, a bass line in there a nice yeah exactly because you're trying to get your bass in line with someone else's bass hey slapping hey. my bass yeah, slap it a bass, man. Slap it a bass, man. But that's what I'm saying. They figured that out at some point. Yeah, I don't know who <laughs> did or whatever. Because sometimes, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think rock maybe. and roll, they started figuring it out. But they're like, yo, let the bass, let let the drummer do his thing. And they're like, hey, wait, there's a moment. Ooh, that's kind of, uh, oh, yeah. you know what? <laughs> hey, just do that and just keep on going with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, <laughs> <this shit is laughs> <a> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a certain type of uh you know like a, a energy rhythm yeah rhythm oh, yeah. and energy i mean bongos i mean you yeah all drums across the board have that kind of rhythmic i mean kind and, of dancing and you, shit. you feed in tribes right where they like the music and stuff brings out or whatever or dance like like dance music is four on the floor for the most part right which creates a, a upbeat happy moment type of thing right it's energy some weird energy gets people dancing it's like hypnotic state somehow you're like 
you know, especially when you see that, when you think tribal, I'm thinking, you know, there's like a, a fire in the middle and everybody's in a yeah. circle and yeah. chanting Ooh. and dancing. Yeah, come on, yeah. man. That's something magical, yeah. though, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, uh -huh. like the, the haka or whatever they do, you know. Oh, like, all blacks. Ah. Yeah. Ah. Ah. Right? But yeah, like, that ah. shit is powerful. Is Very powerful. Yeah. yeah, see, but the energetic stuff. So, like, going back to the music thing, like, what you were pointing out when you were doing the whole iterations of the Three Kings, man, it's just the the amount of like how intricate music is whether it's in its evolution or how we see it or you know all the way to what we were just speaking of you know like vibration. well i mean like even even like when i played some of my beats it's like if i slowed it down because originally the 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 one of the beats i had i had it at like 82 mm -hmm. bpms and then sometimes what i do with the beat right i'll have it at a beat like i'll make it a certain way and then i'll i'll save it and i'll speed it up like four bpms and see if it sounds gives a different feel and it usually does you know Mm -hmm. sometimes it might be too fast and sometimes i'm like it, it might be correct right because mm -hmm. some beats i might be like oh, it's too slow mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and then or or it's too fast right so it's just like switching it up a little bit gives it a different complete feel like you can be in the pocket with one mm -hmm. if you do it slower or you can be upbeat and 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 uh hectic with another you know what i'm saying just kind of that I, I don't know if the manipulation is the right wording but it's just more of the flexibility of how to shift the the feeling just through the cadence or the kind of the the way that you would play it and just that little tweak is so powerful you know what i mean yeah. the way you explain it because you could really take someone on a you know journey for well, instance through time just on the manner in how you manipulate the keys essentially you know it's cool and it's fascinating because of how how powerful that is but yet it's a very misunderstood art form you know what i mean yeah i'm about to i'm about to do something real quick and try to make a maybe make oh shoot let me edit this out hey what if beethoven and vivaldi and chopin all these motherfuckers what if they was all digital also <laughs> they went from the past right yeah because somebody i listened to some of that shit i was like wait what so i might have believed like okay they orchestrated this and had a whole bunch of motherfuckers playing this shit i guess or, well, no one, no one was they sampling is, shit? Like, was they sampling? No, I, mean, I mean, like, I, I, this is what I think, and this is just this me thinking. When, as technology grew, right, our attention span got shorter, right. In terms of as, musically, as humans, as humans, right. Okay, okay, okay. For a lot, a lot of people, attention span is short. Why? Because it's instant. Everything needs to be instant. You're not forced to remember stuff. You may not even know too many numbers other than 911, right? Like, what's the last number you remember as far as a phone number? You might remember your your own. You might not even know your girl's number by heart. It's saved, right? And so what happens is I think the attention span is shorter. When back in the day, there were gene like we're we're we are probably globally genius, like worldwide, we know more things than people in the past, right? Like I'm talking about like Chopin and or Beethoven or whatever, but Beethoven was great at one thing because they had time to really focus on that. There wasn't a lot of distractions. You know what I'm saying? You think it was harder to make music back then than it is today? I think I think it was harder to make music back then, yes, because the access of it, right? But once you were in the field and that's all you had to do, you can become great at it because you didn't have as many distractions, if that makes sense. Because mm. right now, we have so many distractions in this world, from TV to entertainment to video games to 
uh, social media. You what know that era. What era was Mozart in them? What, what is that? The f- I have to look it up. I don't remember. Okay. I, don't, I don't really know. But <laughs> but you but you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. like when, when times like all I'm saying is like when times were slower, right? You had to take time to you know really be great at your craft. You know, I feel like 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 I, I look back at my grandparents' generation and they're really good at what they were doing. They knew what they were doing because that's all they did. But when it came to other things that they knew around the world they they weren't as well-rounded as we are we are probably more well-rounded by the amount of information we're supposed to know but some of us because of the many distractions we succumb to distractions and we don't be great become great at one thing you know the people who really become great at one uh at one thing is because they're able to manage the distractions You you get what i'm saying yeah no, that makes sense. It makes sense. It makes sense. So, you know, because like I think right now you can be a lot more smarter than in the past because the information is there, the access there. The problem, if you're not, um, if you're not uh, not conditioned, sorry, disciplined, is that you can go down a rabbit hole of different information where you're looking down stuff and not being focused. You know, it's a good point. It's a good point. Depends on how you live this weird video game that we're in. I mean, I just made I just made a beat in like a couple of seconds with all these other virtual sense or whatever. You know how many things people needed back in the day to do that? What I just did really quick, you know, different instruments. That's true. But see, when I listen to a lot of that classical stuff, one, why is it considered great music second how are they able to last the test of time like we're remembering their music somehow over like you know stevie b or something you know what i'm saying like well i think i think sometimes the complexity of it you know because like when you go back and listen to some of that stuff it's it's complex right the matter is it, of, like i'm not a like deep music guy i don't know how other musicians think about it i mean i think it's like one of those things where you're taught that they're this is what great music is and then you just kind of roll with it you know well yeah saying? i think i think that too you know i think that too right i don't like, be bumping like hella beethoven but i do have listened to it from time dun, dun, to time dun, dun, in dun. my life yeah you know what i mean like i've listened to yeah you have listened to it to some degree so just trying to really understand well, its placement in our culture and trying to understand well, it it, I think, I think there's a lot of things that are just considered good or whatever and you have no clue right like there's certain players in certain sports where people like Babe Ruth is considered a goat and you're like well why there's players that came after him that did way more and better right or relatively better you know how's that how's what he did you know 60 70 years ago relevant now but see, yeah. that's why I think I go back to the original uh, early, early in the conversation was the is it good or is it entertainment? Because I think as I start to really scratch at that, at least how I see things, at least in the the two paradigms, I kind of go back and forth because those are kind of merged together. I think we confuse those. And I think when you're bringing up the Michael Jordan point of, yeah, dude, the under scoop and underneath and not focusing on the fundamentals of what that game actually, at least to understanding what it was kind of placed on. And then you see it kind of evolve from there. But you can make the argument and say a lot of these things have become a lot more entertaining over the years, clearly, because one of the success of all these leagues, second, the the revenue that is generated, you know, it is an example of it being a better I mean, you know, I mean, like, product. And it is at this point, you could make an argument very 
entertaining very drama based i mean there's a storyline with every player they're in the media all day it's 24 7 there's no off season you know what i mean no yeah yeah i mean like i don't think i don't know the paul's name but the ones that are boxers like they're not really boxing real boxers yet you know what i'm saying Mm. they've been dodging real boxers a la boy mayweather style but they've been dodging real boxers but getting a lot of getting paid a lot and it's because it's entertainment you know and and while they're and while they're boxing and getting entertainment and fighting people that really are outdated their confidence is growing and now their skills growing because they're getting paid and now they can pay people to train them better you know what i'm saying Uh, i mean it's entertainment i don't know if they're good it's entertaining i think they're i don't think they're that good but it's entertaining people and that's what they're doing you know and they're good at entertaining if that makes sense I mean, it's all entertainment. That's why it's like when, as crazy as that sounds, and you kind of adapt that to, you know, certain ways you, I, at least I look at, you know, um, stuff like that. I'm like, I could definitely make an argument and think that this is, you know, somewhat, you know, kind of predetermined, just like how the wrestling was unveiled. Cause, you know, I was a big fan of wrestling and still am, but just how it's story arc and revelation of how it, you know, become, Oh, it's like a show and, you know, there's, it's, it's predetermined, but they're still great athletes. And yes, they are. And, but you factor in the storyline and the acting and it's almost like from that, you know, kind of that idea that's applied to almost every sport now where, you know, we kind of separated the fundamentals of what these sports, I guess, were promoting early in its infancy versus Mm -hmm. the product of today, which is, Whatever that is, you know, for better or for worse, but it's clearly more entertaining on a lot of ways, whether it's dabbling into the personalities of the players or, you know, the, all the media that's even surrounded by them. It's all a big, well, yeah, yeah, they're why, all together, why, you know what I mean? That's yeah. why sometimes I wonder, is like, why do we, why do we really care if, if, uh, if the purity of sports are really there? What if it is all written? Why do we care? I don't think we don't. I think we, even if you we, told people, they would, a, a, yeah, a, a sacredness to it, right? Instead of saying, hey, this is just a soap opera. We wrote the story like this. That's true. You know? Because they want people to believe that there is a competitive flair out there. And maybe not everybody's in on it. It's like, yo, it's kind of this weird. Because there's so many moving parts. I mean, think about it. Like in basketball, right? When you look at the bench now, I'm seeing like the first three rows after the players is still staff, right? Or something trainers, athletic. I'm like that's a lot of hands involved. And then you look at the scorers table, right? Where people check in, there's media plus referees, time clock. And then there's like nine referees on the court. I'm like, who knows who's doing what? And then you look at football, just double that amount of people. <laughs> and then yeah. you look at, uh, you know, a- anything really like UFC, even though there's two people fighting, you have like the referee, you have hell of people on the side. And to my knowledge, when I figured out, you know, like when you look at wrestling, you know, just, you know, pro wrestling, at least there's a referee, right? Yeah. Okay. But now that we know. Come on, man. So when we're over here complaining about, man, he didn't do the right call. Does that not sound like complaining about a referee that, man, he turned around and he didn't even see the, yeah. the pin. It's the same. I'm like, yo, it's the same. if there's a referee, you got to be suspect. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a little laughing because I think I think the the day I do I stopped watching wrestling is when I literally it was a Hollywood Hogan situation and I called every move he was gonna do like I just see I was like he's gonna pull out that chair he's gonna do this he's gonna hit the person and I called it out and I was like I'm done 
that's that's when I knew I was done because I was like it became predictable. Like I knew exactly what he was gonna do, you know. All right. So how about this then? Like in football, right? Oh, Tom Brady with two minutes left. <laughs> like what? That's I already know what's gonna happen. He's gonna drive down the field uh, to ground. No, or, you know I mean, you're, you're, like... you're, try, you're trying to rationalize it. <laughs> this was years ago. This was years ago. Now, Tom Brady, you don't know if he's gonna do it or not. Like, but when I seen it, when I seen it that time and I knew it, I was just like, after a while, I started calling everything that was gonna happen, and I was just like, all right, I'm just kind of done with it True. for me at that time. Yeah. Nothing, you know, uh, it was like probably. 99 or 2000 when I, when I was like, all right, I think I'm done because I literally just called what Hollywood Hogan was going to do, you know? <laughs> and so I was just like, okay, you know, just like, just like, although I knew he was going to win, like for a very long time when, um, why can't I think of his name right now? The one that went on the longest uh, winning streak for a while, Goldberg. Oh, Goldberg, yeah, yeah. Uh, like you knew, like, like I was just like, I was just cheering to see how long he could go for it. You know, and then you, and all of a sudden, like he picked up so much steam that they just went with it, right? Like, I, 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 like I don't know how they start off with someone winning, but then it, like, or why? Like, do they start? Do they start off where like they 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 give a person a win, and then all of a sudden they see how it goes and they keep writing it, or is it really like, all right, these are the situations that you guys go figure it out and f- figure out if you want to win or you want to lose? You know, I don't, I don't know. My because guess. I, I, I've, I've heard stories where where some people got mad and behind scenes, behind the scene, like it was supposed to go in someone else's favor, but they change it last minute. Yeah. But I think that's kind of how it goes. It's probably like some weird idea of, and this is me guessing, but there's a predetermined situation, <clears throat> but you could always call an audible based on either, you know, fan reaction or, you know, the spur of the moment or if there's just kind of a change in plans and that's always led by whatever the upper control is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So as a, as a performer, you're kind of adhering to the script and, you know, you can't go off guard. Now, when people go off script or however they want to do it, it, now you're getting more into the reality TV because to me, if WWE is an entertainment company the entire time, they have us captured. It's kind of trying to get you know you into the storyline. I would think. Well, by the um, way, did you go to did you go to the RAW when it was out here? No, I did not. I did miss it, but I, I, I didn't even know. Like that's a, that's a bucket list that I want to do. I've never yes. been to, like, and it's not it's not that I'm in. Like, I just it's just no. I do. Just, I do too. Just like yes. I want to pick up yes. archery. I want to pick yes. up archery just to, just to try to experience. It, you know? Yes, yes. Yeah. It's all about experiences. I agree. However, right? my experience yes. right now is I definitely want to learn how to cook, bro. 